0: listen to your heart. So this I was originally taught or I originally learned about this concept in a book called Reality Transurfing and I learned about it and I didn't really I never really applied it. It was just one of those concepts that kind of seemed foreign and I didn't really I didn't really understand what it meant or even bother to try and apply it. And let me just explain. There's the heart and the mind. So in Transurfing, the heart is basically it knows everything. It it has emotions and it feels things and it tells you things. It sends kind of messages to your mind. And then the mind is like the logical, analytical thing that perceives and takes in information and kind of makes decisions based off of that but the mind only analyzes things and it only thinks it it doesn't really know but the the heart knows so i read Transurfine, never really applied it and then i read it a second time and then i started to started to get into it and i started to actually think about the heart and the mind and still I didn't really apply it too much but I, I started like being more conscious of it and actually started to listen to it a little bit more my heart like during certain things if I felt tense I would just listen to my heart and figure out what it it's like what's wrong and this has actually helped me a lot so uh you could probably tell that it's probably I'm probably due for a haircut. I haven't had a haircut in a couple of months, and it's because I had the last haircut I had was not good. Actually, not the last one; the second to last one I had was not good. So I've told this story before, but it was winter time last year, a couple of months ago, by like eight months ago, maybe. And I remember I, this was back when I was going to the gym every morning at like six in the morning and I'd be done by eight. So I go, I went to the gym and then this was on a day where there was no school. I went to the gym and I biked to the haircut place. Great clips. And I didn't actually need a haircut, but I was just told that I needed a haircut by certain messages that I heard. I just heard passing comments like, oh, when are you getting a haircut? And those were just, I didn't actually need a haircut. And my hair was like just on the verge of looking good. And for some context, the best I'd ever, like the best hairstyle that I'd ever had was in the beginning of the year, junior year beginning of the school year my junior year so around about one year ago and the hairstyle looks similar to this just like long sw- like wavy like long hair with uh i don't even know how to describe it but B- people say like the bieber flow and so i had the haircut and then i got it cut unfortunately and it was terrible and then i grew it out again and then i got it cut and this time when I got a cut, I'd, I, I should have grown it out longer. But when I went after the gym, it was this cold day. I was just sitting outside of the haircut place, waiting for it to open. And I was waiting there for like 10 minutes. <clears throat> and I was the first one there cause it was just opening. And I was like looking inside and I already felt inner tension. Like my heart was screaming, no, get out of here. Like, this is not a good idea. And I was looking inside and I saw a bunch of red flags like they're they're opened, like 15 minutes late. They were dressed like one of the one of the people in there. She was dressing like one of the employees was dressed like she just got out of a nightclub. Um, and then once I actually ended up walking in, they like she would, smelled like smoke, just like a lot of red flags. And when I was standing there at the tree for literally 10 minutes, I was just 10 to 15 minutes, I was just standing there watching. And this whole time, my heart was screaming, like, no, get out of here. Like, this is not a good idea. And mind you, I was studying transurfine at the time. Like, I was aware of the heart and the mind. And I was like, oh, this is the rustle of the morning stars. But my logical, reasoning, analytical mind, basically said no and then it gave a very reasonable argument against leaving and it basically said no I need a haircut like everyone everyone told me that so I decided to stay based off of the convincing of my mind and then I it was my it was time to it was open finally and I walked in got my haircut and she took probably an hour and a half to cut my hair Like it was the longest haircut I had ever had. And I was just sitting there smelling the smoke the whole time. And it was just not a good experience sitting there. And then when I looked at my hair, she finally, after like an hour and a half, she finally showed me the mirror. And I looked at it and I was not happy. I was just like absolutely, like deeply saddened. Or you know how it gets when you. Get your hair cut and then you look at yourself and it's not good. Like that that was the emotion I was feeling. Extremely like hurt. And then there was two reasons or there's one thing that I did after that. I just said she was like, Oh yeah, is this good? And I was like, Yes, it's good. Thank you. And then I paid and then left. But the reason why I did that was because one, I didn't think that she could actually make it any better. And two I didn't want to bear sitting in that chair any longer because my emotions were on a like an all time high, not an all time high, but my emotions were at their tipping point. And the reason why I tell you this story is because I learned about the the whispering, the the rustle of the morning stars. It's what it's called, the whisperings of the heart. I learned about that, and I knew what it was. I was aware of it when it when it was happening. Yet I still didn't act I still didn't listen to it and that was a huge mistake and ever since then like when I was at school after that I was like not bullied but people kind of made fun of my haircut and they like made it known that I made a mistake getting a haircut and you know how that is if if you have a haircut one day and then it's a bad one you go in public like especially with at school people are brutal so ever since that i decided to actually listen to the russell the morning stars and the one thing is if you don't listen to the russell the morning stars it's nearly always negative whereas if you listen to the russell the morning stars it's n- it's nearly always neutral is what i come to learn because there's a few times that when i did listen to the russell morning stars and i decided to not act or do act or whatever the case may be i decided to listen to my heart and as a result the like nothing happened which one could see that as like not even being valuable but me doing that that negative it was probably saving me from an even worse thing Like going back to the situation where I was leaning against that tree right outside of the haircut place. If I simply just walked away, it would just been a neutral situation. Nothing bad would have happened. I would have just gone gone on to school just like that. But I decided to ignore the Russell Morning Stars. So something bad happened and it affected me for like three, four months in the future once until my hair finally grew back. And ever since that, I got one more haircut from that point, And I had a similar experience, but I didn't, like, I actually had a better haircut. But there's this one dude that I respected who said, you should have grown it all out. Like, you should have grown it out. So ever since that, I decided to grow it out just like how it is now. And I am kind of due for a haircut. Like, I've heard that but i'm kind of to be honest with you guys i'm afraid like i'm fearful of getting a haircut cuz i don't want to go back to great clips cuz i've never had a like good experience there and i'm also i don't know where else to go because the last time i had a haircut the bad one i just told you about that was at great clips but another time i had a haircut in the beginning of junior year right when i had this amazing um hairstyle that I actually liked to get rid of this hairstyle I went to this one barber shop and it was terrible like the dude was late I had a similar experience and it was the worst it was a terrible haircut as well so I'm I'm literally afraid to get a haircut but I'm the reason I'm telling you all this is because I want to just nail in how important it is to listen to the heart. Your heart knows everything. And I've, over the past couple weeks, in my humanities class, we get 20 minutes on Mondays and 20 minutes on Fridays to read, independent reading book. And so I didn't want to read my personal books because when we first started, I was reading Transurfing and I didn't want to have to bring that to school. And I didn't want to bring it because I wanted to focus on it. And it's kind of hard to focus and like study it at school. But so I chose to read The Alchemist, which was on my list, but I what I had no intention on actually getting to it any, anytime soon. So it was a perfect opportunity to read The Alchemist. And The Alchemist is basically, a, uh, I don't know like the vocab words for books, but I think it's a novel. It's basically like a story about a boy who per, pursues his personal legend. It's basically his life purpose. So he pursues that and it's just his journey, his adventure along the way. And I'm very glad that I read it because I read it, I just finished it today. And I've been reading it um, pretty slowly over the past uh, two months actually. Ever since like school started, I've been reading it. And it's because I only have like 20 minutes on Mondays and Fridays and a lot of the times like it gets, we don't get it. Like for example, today we didn't have any reading time because we were watching a movie instead. So there's a lot of time, but none of this matters. But the moral of the story is I read The Alchemist and I'm very glad I did because I saw a lot of transurfing principles in it and I w- I'm glad that I read it after reading transurfing two times so that I can actually understand the wisdom and see the wisdom there because if I were to have just read it before transurfing, then I wouldn't have seen the wisdom in it and I wouldn't have thought anything special of it. But since I read it after learning about transurfing and studying it, I learned so much. And I, like, got a chance to actually apply my knowledge, kind of. There was many parts. For example, there was one part where... I'm blanking on it now, but... He, there's a... Oh, yeah, so... There's one part where he has to cross the desert. And pretty much he's crossing the desert. And he talks to this person. And he said... And I'm trying not to, like, spoil anything, so... He talks to this guy who is kind of like his guide at that stage of his journey. And he is basically, he basically says, his guide says, listen to your heart. So the boy, the main character, literally just listens to his heart for hours. And he becomes like fluent in the language of the heart. And he like gets to the point where he can speak to the heart and listen to it all day long. And just the way he spoke just really, I really liked it. And there was one, one point where he was able to, this is a spoiler, so if you plan on reading it, then you should probably skip ahead. So there's one point where he had to turn into the wind, like literally turn into the wind. And then he was talking, he was basically sitting on top of a, he was in the desert sitting on top of like this rock and he was talking to the wind or no, he was talking to the desert through the language of the world, which is like the, the heart, I think. And then the desert told him to talk to the wind and then he talked to the wind and then the wind told him to talk to the sun and then the sun told him to talk to the writer, which is like the hand the hand that wrote that wrote it all. So basically God, he told him the son told him to talk to God. And then what he realized is that he became fluent in the language of the world. And then the language or the, sorry, this stuff is fresh in my mind. So I I don't really, I'm not, I'm not extremely well versed in this yet, but he basically found out that the soul of the world is a part of the soul of God. And that he is a part of God or he is God. Essentially, he found out that he is God and he is capable of performing miracles. So then he was able to actually turn into the wind and that's what he did. He turned into the wind and then like flew over to a different part of like the desert and then manifest back into his physical body. But he basically learned how to listen to the heart. And that he spent like hours, days, months just listening to the heart because he was walking through the desert in sol- not in solitude because he had his guide with him but there was long stretches where they were not talking at all. And he would just sit in the silence listening to his heart speak all day long. And that's really something that made me think because I learned about transurfing and I don't really listen to my heart that often. I just have become more kind of sensitive to inner tension. For example, one huge lesson that I learned today, let me give some context, um, over the past. So I met my friend Franklin and we were kind of like on our own paths. We were, And then when we met, we kind of started to like converge our paths and then our paths basically became one for quite some time, a few weeks or months. And we were basically like doing the same exact things for those weeks and months. So our our path was the same. And then we started to kind of split ways a little bit. And I didn't notice this. I wasn't conscious of this, but I was kind of trying to like control like in transurfing there's a term like your grip of control I was basically trying to like control the situation and try and keep him on my path which was not good obviously because I was having a lot of inner tension and I was really tense especially over the past week around him and then I became conscious of this literally like yesterday and then I talked to him about it and it made sense. So I like talked about it and then instantly released the burden. And then I said, it's because I'm trying to like control you. I'm not allowing you to be you. And then he said, that makes a lot of sense because he was feeling something similar. I don't know to what extent, but it doesn't really matter. And I realized that I have to let him go his own path and allow myself to go my own path. And that's one extremely valuable thing that I learned about listening to my heart because I I figured that out by listening to my heart. And it's helped tremendously because now we're both kind of splitting paths and going our own ways, which is fine. Like Everyone has their own path. And now I'm conscious of... Not controlling the situation. Just releasing the grip. And allowing him to be him. And allowing myself to be myself. That's a transurfing principle actually. Allow. allow your, or Be yourself and allow others to do the same. And that's what I was failing at doing. And then I became conscious of it. And now I'm doing that. So that's. That's kind of what. A huge lesson that I learned today. But. I'm really okay. So I just finished The Alchemist, and now I'm gonna be. I I'm okay. So today is Friday, and over the next couple days, I'm gonna be reading a lot because I have a three day weekend. So tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, I have no school. And this is another thing I want to talk about: school. I was talking with my my with my other friend today about he's one year younger than me so he's a junior and he's basically kind of in a a situation we're both in a situation where we're realizing that school is like a lie and this is something that I think I'm starting to uncover i wrote one thing that i realized i was reading the 10x is easier than 2x and one thing that you need to uh one habit that he had or one like exercise he had us do in that book is to write down all of your past 10x achievements and then also write down things that you want. And so I wrote down my past 10x achievements, five of them. And then I also wrote down something that I want. And I wrote down a few things that I wanted. And this was last night when I wrote this down. But the 10X I wrote down this morning. But last night I wrote down the things I wanted, which one of the things that I wanted was to discover the truth. And this is because I have been on this quest for discovering the truth ever since I ever since that one day then I realized that I was focusing on my physical body for self-improvement, but not my like mental. Ever since that day I was on a quest to discover the truth. Now unknowingly Until just like recently, a month ago maybe. So for the past like seven months, a little maybe over seven months, I've been on a quest to discover the truth. And it's been a slow process, but I was extremely, I'm extremely lucky because I've been on the right path. Like in the most beautiful world's website, there's a reading list and in that list he or in like the blog article he says that you can spend 40 years reading 40,000 books and still not get anything of it and this reading list that he has the ultimate reading list for human beings on that website is a straight cut to the chase straight to conscious awakening like revolution inducing reading list and so that's like the foundation, so the first book he said to start with is Reality Transurfing. So for the entire journey that I was trying to discover the truth, I was reading Reality Transurfing. So I was already building my foundation, which is huge because I didn't even realize when I started reading Transurfing. And even when I, like for the past couple of months, like until one month ago when I learned about this website, I didn't realize that I was trying to discover any truth but I was on the path to discovering the truth, whether I knew it or not. And so when I read this article, The Most uh, Beautiful World, The Ultimate Reading List for Human Beings, The Reading List, when I read this, I realized that I need to discover the truth. And I'm sorry, I'm saying discover the truth a lot, but it's important. So when I wrote down last night in my wanting, like things that I want, I wanted to discover the truth. And finally, after a few, like after a month of discovering these new books, in a, over the next couple of days, I'm going to be starting them. And I'm going to be reading a lot because I want to start them quick, I want to start them as soon as possible. Because they all came except for Tufti, the priestess, which by the way is not even on the reading list. But I want to read that. I want to throw in a Transurfing book because that's the next book that Vadim wrote after t- Reality Transurfing. And I want to maintain like my knowledge and build more knowledge. And so over the next couple of days, over the weekend, I'm going to be spending like all day locked into my room finishing 10x is easier than 2x and then create don't capture and then i'm going to dive into these books because they are a straight to conscious awakening discover the truth and the guy who compiled the reading list gene pascal Riemann, actually wrote a book himself and as you guys heard over the past couple of days as well as today i have been talking about how school is a lie and i want to drop out even though I have like two months until I graduate. And these books basically, I got, I was under the impression, I got the impression that he basically led me to believe that the reading list uh, kind of made him drop out of school and pursue his dreams in his life. And then he wrote a book called Dancing After the Music Stops. And you know how on the back cover, there's kind of like a summary or description of the book. On the back cover of Dancing After the Music Stops, he says, this book is the type of book that will make you want to drop out of school and chase your dreams or start your life. So if I'm already on the fence, I don't know if it'll be a good thing or a bad thing to read these books, but I'm going to go straight in because I am... Red pill. All the way red pill. This is one of the biggest lessons that I learned when I started reading transurfing. When I I started reading transurfing and I couldn't really handle it. I'm not even gonna lie. I was pacing my the hallway in my house like this with my hands on my head, just like stressed out because. Excuse me, let me get some water. I have hiccups. I was walking around my uh, house like stressed out because no one else around me knew about this stuff. Everyone else was still blue pill. They're still kind of under the dream or they're like heavily sedated by the pendulum still and they they don't even know anything about this stuff. And if I were to talk to them about it, then they would just reject everything. So I'm over here. A 17-year-old high school student struggling away trying to figure out like what is going on in the life. Because the first couple chapters of Transurfing destroyed, like absolutely shattered my worldview and basically discredited every single thing that I came to believe as true and said that it's not how it seems. So my entire life was flipped upside down when I started reading that. And I couldn't handle it, so I stopped reading it, and then it wasn't until I met Franklin, my friend that I talk about a lot, and we started rereading we or we started reading it again, like it wasn't until I had a companion to read it to, so I could have someone to confide in, and so I could get through this moment or this like phase of my life, get through the red pill phase with someone else. So that's why I was able to do that because, but I came to realize that the red pill, even though I was like, I was too overwhelmed to handle it, I probably would have gotten back to transurfing eventually. I don't know how long it would have taken, but I probably would have gotten back to it and just pushed through on my own. But I realized that the red pill is so important because the red pill is the truth. And it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard truth. But not everyone wants to take it. But those who take it. Are way better off than those who don't. And that's why. Even though I may regret. Learning about all this stuff. Because I have two months left. And it may be like torturous. Being at school. Knowing all this knowledge. For two months. I think it will be worth it. Because. Honestly, knowledge opens up doorways. I'm a firm believer in this because when I started reading Transurfing, all of, like the majority of my doors in my life were closed cuz I didn't even know they existed. So a door that's open but you don't know exists is closed to you cuz you don't even know it exists. So once I started learning and started like for example, the first book that I read, Oxygen Advantage, taught me to nose breathe now nose breathing was a a was an open door but I didn't know it existed like I knew that you could breathe through your nose but I didn't see the benefits of it until I learned the knowledge of how valuable nose breathing is and then it became a visible door that was open and I started to breathe through my nose and then my life improved because of it and all the other things imagine the The world of opportunities. Like, our world is infinite. Like, not infinite, but our world has so, like, infinite different possibilities. There are so many different things that you don't even know exist in this world. Like, I've just been living in this small little town for my entire life. Yes, I've traveled, but there is so much more to this world than, like, this tiny little two square mile town that I'm living in so imagine all of the open doors that are just hidden from you and reading I read in the most beautiful world this one quote that said like you can just unlock the truth for reading and then it's like knowledge is the enemy to tyranny or something like that pretty much Knowledge is power. And I've heard this all my life. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Yeah, whatever. Never thought anything of it until I started reading the right books. Yes, Oxygen Advantage, good book. It's not really that powerful knowledge to know. Yes, how to, okay, how to win friends and influence others is a powerful knowledge to know. But Transurfing is like the most powerful knowledge that I've ever had. The most powerful knowledge that I've ever, like that book in hindsight, looking, looking at like my past, that is the moment when I realized that knowledge is power because I've been able to achieve one thing with trans surfing so far, go to funnel hacking life. I was able to fly across the country as a high school student alone with just my friend fly across the country and listen from great world-class speakers about business and entrepreneurship while i'm still in high school i was able to do that all by myself with my friend we were both all by ourselves i was able to go to a h- hotel and this is because i visualized this all like i visualize all of this stuff And transurfing, there is a visualization is a part of transurfing. And so there's one thing that I'm visualizing right now. And it's me surfing the waves with a black surfboard that has in gold letters, two comma club X written on it. That's what I'm visualizing right now. And that symbolizes me surfing in Hawaii, Free. Financially free because I'm in the Two Comma Club X, which basically means I made ten million dollars a year. That's my goal. And right now, I have a hundred percent success rate for the things that I visualized. Actually, that's not true. I visualized a house one time for a few weeks, but I decided against it because I didn't really want it. It was just kind of a placeholder so I could feel like I was being productive. But quickly, I transitioned that to. Funnel Hacking Live and then I've achieved Funnel Hacking Live now I'm visualizing surfing and I will achieve that as well because it's inevitable as long as I maintain my route and maintain visualizing it then I'll achieve it like it's just no other choice but this is extremely important because this allowed me to start thinking big Reality Transurfing allowed me to start thinking big. Like before, I thought that I was going to have to be miserable the rest of my life, working a career after being in college, after being a college-educated kid. I thought that I was going to have to follow the traditional path. And then once I read Unscripted by MJ DeMarco, I realized, no, I'm throwing all that away. Get rid of college. I'm not doing that. That radically shifted everything. But I didn't know what to do. So then I read dot com secrets, expert secrets, traffic secrets. Now I know what to do. Now I'm taking action. And then I read Transurfing two times. And that book absolutely destroyed my entire life. <laughs> that didn't destroy my life, but it, it ripped everything I knew apart in my mind because now I realize that this my whole life I was placed in this life right I was placed here but I'm still here because my thoughts are confirming it my thoughts are continually producing it like pretty much the way the world works is we're all placed in random spots like you could be placed in a poor House, uh, middle class house, upper class house, extremely wealthy house—you could place anywhere. And your initial like starting area. Yes, that matters, but only to the extent that it kind of creates the first starting point. And as humans, we have a tendency to follow this feedback loop which this feedback loop is we basically look at, look at our world and then express our relationship to it. And then the world express, uh, reflects that relationship back into reality. And then we look at that new reality and then we express it and we just repeat. And now we're in a loop. So that's our tendency. So that's why when, when everyone is placed in their initial spots, they're usually, they usually tend to stay in that initial spot their whole life. Because they're in this loop, this feedback loop. And it's endless unless you break the cycle. So what you do is your place in the world. Right now I'm placed in the middle class. And my whole life I was in this loop where this is like my life. This is my world. This is basically my lot in life. This is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. And then I started to destroy that loop. I started to stop it and reverse it. Now what I do is I express my relationship to the world. So now I can consciously, now I know to consciously choose my relationship to the world. So I express positively or I express surfing. Like that's my goal. So I, my relationship to the world is that the world takes care of everything and it helps me move towards my goal and the most quickest way possible and everything that happens leads towards my goal and everything happens that everything that happens to me happens for my goal basically so now first i express my relationship then the world since the mirror it reflects it back so now that is reality but there's a delay between the relationship being expressed and it being reflected the mirror has a delay so now I have to just hold, maintain my relationship and hold it steady. And then once it becomes reality, then I can like be in that new feedback loop. Because previously, right, like before, my loop was kind of keeping me stuck in this place of middle class. But once I reverse the loop, then I can reverse it back and kind of go back to how it was before, except now the loop will be from a different starting point. Now I'll be in a much better position. So now it'll kind of just keep going forward in this new spot of being $10 million a year, surfing, living in Hawaii. That's, that's, that's basically how the world works. And that's all of this stuff. I learned because I read this 750 page long book two times and I'm get, I plan on reading it again and the guy who wrote that book which is five books combined by the way the guy who wrote that book Vadim Zelen he also wrote a few other books Toofty the Priestess It Fat Priestess It Fat I think it's called those two books are kind of like prequels and sequels to each other and then there's uh, one more, which is like 78 day- days of Transurfing, which I plan on reading in the future. And then there's another, which is like Transurfing in Your Pocket, which is just like quotes compiled from the books, which I will read again or not again, but I will read in the future. So I'm going to be reading all of his books, but like this worldview is extremely important because it opened up so much doors. Now the first seven books, like I want to go back to this reading list. Like I said, knowledge is power and knowledge opens up new doors that or reveals doors that were always open that you didn't realize were open. So I got seven new books in from the reading list. One of them is not, which is 250, but six new books from the reading list. And they are Journeys Out of Bodies, which is by Robert Monroe, who is who wrote a book on out of body experiences, which is going to be extremely beneficial because right now I'm practicing his meditations using the Hemi So I'm practicing the Gateway experience with Hemi and I'm going to be reading his book. So that's that. And then I actually have a feeling that that will make me a lot more inspired to go harder on this meditation because lately I've, I've been literally falling asleep during the meditations and I've thought it was because of my sleep schedule was messed up. It may still be that, but probably cause I'm still trying to like catch up, but that's, that's where I'm at with that. So I haven't really been progressing forward in the meditations, but This book is good. And then the other book, the next book, Die Wise and Come of Age, which are both by the one author. I forgot his name. But both of those books are Gene Pascoe-Riemann's, like, number one and number four favorite books of all time. And he said that these are the books that he gives out as a gift most. Like, Die Wise is his most given gift. And I, other than that, I don't know anything about it. So, and I've never heard of it. But I'm excited for that. And I don't know what benefit I'll come out of it. But I'll definitely be telling you guys as I learn it more. And then, Ascent on Humanity. Or Ascent of Humanity. I forgot what it was. But that's by Eisenstein. I forgot his first name. But he i read about it on his back like you know how sometimes on books the back is either a description of the book or it's like praise and it's like reviews on ascent of humanity it's reviews and one of the reviews was he his work goes stands along with like the greats of our time like his book is legendary and then on Gene pascal Riemann's website, Most Beautiful World, he actually said that this book is lays out the foundation to how the world really works, and it lays out the foundation to the truth. So I'm excited for that, because I don't even know what to expect. I don't know how the world works. I think I know how the world works, but after reading Transurfing, I know that that is exactly what the pendulum's code into my mind. I know exactly what I'm taught to know. So I think I know how the world works, but I don't because pendulums don't gain any benefit from me going my own way and me knowing the truth. But these books will allow me to learn the truth. And then, all right, so the Die Wise, Come of Age, Journey Out of Body, Ascent of Humanity, and then the Egypt Code. I thought that it was, I read the back, which on this book is a description of the book. And it's pretty much not about how, just what I got off the back. I'm, I think that it's not about how the pyramids, the Egyptian pyramids, were aligned with the stars. Not about how, but why. And then I also kind of read some reviews a little while back, and they were saying that it's like a spiritual, and it's like a groundbreaking work on Egyptology and kind of like spirituality. So I have no idea how that's going to come like how that's going to come together. Don't know much about it. But that's the Egypt code. So then I got 250, which is a book written by uh Vadhamson. It's about reality transurfing. and my friend re- uh, listened to like the beginning of the audiobook of it and he said that it's basically about how Vadim Zellen, like basically tells you exactly what to do exactly what he would do if he were to go like start from scratch and what he would do on like for applying the trans serving principles and then the last one what is it so we've got come of age die wise ascent of humanity journey out of bodies tufti the egypt code There's one, oh, Dancing After the Music Stops. This book was written by Gene Pascal Riemann, and who's the author of the Most Beautiful World website, and compiled the reading list of what I'm reading. And uh, Dancing After the Music Stops is not necessarily on the reading list, but he, like, mentioned it in that article. And he said it's a compilation of the past three years of his life, reading all the books on the reading list, as well as his trips throughout the like trips around the world so i think that this book will be an excellent start to this reading list i'm going to be reading all seven at the same time using a reading method of read one book until i lose focus then the next then the next interspersed with push-ups and just repeat and cycle through them all and this book, well, if this is a compilation of all the books, I feel like it'll be an excellent book to begin with. So, like I said, I was talking to my friend, the one that is one year younger than me today, because he wanted to hear about like what's going on with my life and just get some updates, because I haven't seen him in a few weeks. And he is reading Transurfing. He's, like, in the beginning of tra- Transurfing. And he's starting to uncover the truth as well. And we were talking, like, we are just sitting in the hallway. But people passing by and we're, like, I just said, like, school's a lie. And he's, like, I know. Like, I, I don't like sitting here doing something that I know I'm not supposed, like, I know is not helping me. And... Pretty much all my life, I had the feeling that school is a lie. Like, I had the feeling that I knew that there was more, and I knew that school is a waste of time. But it wasn't until I started reading and reading the right books until I realized that, yeah, this is terrible. So that's why I'm really, I'm just really looking forward to this stuff. Today, I'm going to try and get like an hour, maybe 30 minutes of reading. And then tomorrow I'm going to spend like all day reading 10 X because I want to finish that. Now to talk about yesterday, yesterday's episode, I was talking about how I am not focusing on quality for my podcast. And I feel like that's especially evident over the past couple episodes. Like this is episode 79 and ever since like 70, episode 74 was my best episode I've ever recorded in my opinion. And ever since that, I kind of was down, which brings back up one point and I just I kind of forgot about it until just now. I've had a lot of best episodes until I beat it. So, for example, I'm pretty sure episode 20 or 21 was my best episode that I recorded at the time. And then literally the next episode was the worst episode I've ever recorded. And then that happened like that kind of pattern repeated over the following like weeks and months to where I kind of realized that it's kind of like a wave. Like I build up to where I get gradually better and better episodes until I reach a peak. And that's my best episode I ever recorded. And then I instantly plummet kind of like a wave. And then... I and now that's my lowest point, and then I start building up again, and then I'm at a peak. But this next peak is higher than the last peak, and then I instantly plummet. But ne- this time, this like down part, this low point, is a l- like the baseline is a little bit higher than the previous baseline. So this is my first. Best, ep- this is my first worst episode, and then this is my second worst episode. And then over the weeks, it, this baseline gets higher and higher and higher, which is why I feel like these past couple days have been my like terrible episodes, yet they're still better than like episode five or episode 26, or I don't even know, but they're still better than those episodes because my baseline is higher because my skill is developing. So that's what I, that's kind of my thought process between behind like focusing on quantity for recording. But in the 10X is easier than 2X, you need to be focusing on quality. Because Mr. Beast focused so much on quality. If one episode is bad or he thinks that it's not good, he scraps it. No matter how much money and time he's invested in it, he scraps it. Because he's focused on quality. And as a result, he became the big, biggest YouTuber in the world. He's a billionaire. Like He knows he did not do that on accident. He did it on purpose. And he knew exactly what he was doing. And I'm kind of just focusing on quantity, hoping that over time, my baseline gets higher and higher and higher. And then over time, I'll be able to get better and better and better. But I'm not sure how to improve my quality because I want to maintain this quantity. Because I definitely see the benefits in my life on this. Like, I, the amount of practice, like, this is episode 79. And so I've basically had like 75 plus hours practicing. Like, maybe like I've had around 70 hours of practice, probably podcasting and as a result i've had i've able to find my voice start to figure i i've been practice my speaking like i'm able to speak a lot more fluidly like before i was i was re-listening to my first episodes that i didn't even post and i sounded like a robot and i'm just so like that quantity of practice is extremely beneficial for me so but I want it to be beneficial for you guys, which is why I fear that I have, like, long episodes that no one's even going to listen to yet. Or they'll listen to the first, like, five minutes and then lose interest when it takes me, like, six minutes to get into the flow. Or it or I don't say, like, the best content until, like, 30 minutes in when I'm in the flow. So that's kind of what I fear. So I want to improve my quality to get people to listen and to actually make it so people want to stay the whole time. Because I know it's possible to maintain an hour like an even in so I post hour-long episodes. I used to listen to hour and a half long episodes. Like I listened to Diary of a CEO, Modern Wisdom, uh, what are the other ones? Uh, On Purpose. There's a... I don't even know. There's a few other, but I listened to those and those were like hours, hour and a half long episode, an hour, hour and a half. Like those were long episodes. And I was like listening the whole time. And even if one episode was kind of boring, I was still able to, I still kind of pushed it through and I was able to, I realized that yes, there's going to be, there was going to be like goods, hidden gems in the middle or the end of this episode. So I should stay the whole time. So that's kind of, but I got to figure out what, like what they're doing that I'm not doing that will allow me to grow. So maybe it's actually a good idea to go and listen to some of those episodes and see what they're doing. Maybe that's a good idea. I'm not sure. And yesterday I was like looking up Right after the episode, I was looking up like how to get better at podcasting. There's one thing that I realized is that they said, don't go into information overload mode, which I think I do a lot to try and fill the time because I look back, I look at the time there's like 53 minutes in. So I look at how long I'm recording and I'm like, Oh, there's like 30 minutes left. I have to talk and talk and talk and fill the time. But that gets you guys confused And then it also kind of like takes away from the main point. So if I just say the main point, then move on. But the thing is, I'm not sure if I'll be able to learn enough lessons throughout the day to just go boom, 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 boom. And like go through point to point to point. I don't know, which is why I'm excited to get into these books. Because as you guys could probably tell, episode 74 was like the peak of the wave. And it was right when I finished reading Transurfing and right when I learned about this 10x is easier than 2x. So I was on the peak of my Transurfing knowledge. And I was just beginning to learn about this new mindset that goes along with Transurfing. And so that's how I prepared that. I just came up with it out of the blue this metaphor of how life works like the foundation is your worldview. And then the castle or the house or the shack that you build on top of that foundation is like the strategies. And then the decoration is the tactics. And in hindsight, maybe that's not how life works, but maybe that's like the list of priorities you should focus on. Maybe since the foundation is the most important piece to building a building, whether it's the shack or the massive castle or mansion granted the shack needs a, a much less sturdy foundation than the mansion but both still need a foundation so that's why maybe instead of that's how the world works maybe it's maybe it's actually that's the order of importance that you should like the order of value you get out of each so maybe that's how you should study maybe you should focus all in on worldview which is why i'm very glad that i got into worldview in the first place because i'm early in my life so if i just build this very strong foundation then i can start to build a bigger and bigger things because right now my foundation is like this when I first started, my foundation was like this. It was like very small. I'm sorry. I've, I forgot that a lot of people aren't li- looking on YouTube. So I got to act like you guys can't see me. So when I first started transurfing, my foundation was as small as my fingertip. It was very tiny. It was fragile. And then my foundation moved slowly, but surely it gained width, gained strength as I was reading transurfing. And now my foundation is as big as my hand like metaphorically speaking, my, my foundation, which is my worldview. And so if I spend like my early life, maybe the next couple of years or less, I don't know, just focusing on my foundation, building it as strong as possible, then I can make it as big as possible. And then I'll be able to build a castle on top of it. And that castle represents my life. Like, would you rather your life be a shack or do you want your life to be a castle? I don't know about you, but I would prefer it to be a castle. And guess what? You can actually choose. You can choose the shack or you can choose the castle. My friend, George, he's the one that's younger, one year younger. He, I was talking, like I said, I was talking to him today and he is getting into acting like that's his goal. His goal, his life goal, is to win an Oscar, and he is actually today. He was he's just looking into worldview, and today he w- we were talking, and then we were like leaving because he had to go get lunch, and I was uh, going home, so we were leaving each other, but we're in the hallway and he was like, will I make it? He yelled to me, will I make it referring to like, will he achieve his goals? And I said, yes. And then I said, if you choose, if you choose to, when in hindsight, I should have just said, if you choose, like only if you choose to, because it's not for me to say whether he will make it or not. Like that's all, that's his decision. Like it's his decision whether he wins an Oscar or not. Like that may sound crazy to some people, but it's true. That's how the world works. Like Jeff Bezos, Mr. Beast, Russell Brunson, like all these people did not accidentally stumble upon their achievements. Like they didn't accidentally do that. And that's something that people intuitively understand. But when it comes to their own life, they find it hard to believe. Like they kind of understand that they didn't like Mr. Beast didn't accidentally create a massive YouTube channel. Like he didn't accidentally do that. He didn't just one day stumble across this and then happen to do it. No, he purposely chose to through his actions and his thoughts Like I was listening to, I was watching, I watched a video yesterday. He literally spent hours all day. He would spend all day on a call with like four other YouTubers for a thousand days, just talking about things that they learned. Like that's no accident. He did that on purpose. That's through his actions as well as his thoughts. And so you can choose anything you want. Like you just have to make like you just have to make your and the way you make your choices through your actions and thoughts those are those are the two ways to impact reality and i'm starting to believe that your thoughts are way more powerful and have way more of an influence over your life than your actions but that's pretty much it so you you will make it if you choose so learn how to choose and then choose to wrap things up Don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to look up at the sky.